0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Laura Platt South NRD's Know Your NRD podcast series. And welcome to Storytime with the Laura Platt South NRD's General Manager, Paul Zillig. This is your host, Emily Hergenrider, the Laura Platt South NRD's Social Media Assistant. Today, Paul is going to be discussing floods and how the NRD has managed these events in the past. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy. thanks again for joining me today, Paul. Can you just go ahead and give our listeners what your name and formal title are here at the NRD?
1: Yeah, my name is Paul Zillig. I'm a general manager here at Lower Platte South NRD.
0: Great. So now we are going to enter into our story time and we are going to be talking about floods. So do you just want to start off by telling us a little bit about the floods from the past?
1: Sure, sure. Um, probably the the most recent flood we had was 2015 in early may and uh you know that was uh that was a, a flood of record. so we we had a lot of rainfall a lot of water you know the the thing uh, most people remember is about the afternoon uh the following day of uh just seeing all the water in Salt Creek and how full the creeks were and the, how the water was up to the levees. And, you know, it was really an eye opener. A lot of people had never, definitely never seen water there before. But, you know, for for me, it started uh, the night before at about 10 o'clock when, you know, my phone starts going off uh, with alerts of uh, heavy rainfall. And so at that point, uh, we start talking with the uh, all the, the, the weather folks uh, weather service and emergency management and trying to figure out what goes what goes on how much rain we're getting and where is it falling and how much uh, we might expect and we were out driving around at 10 o'clock kind of checking things out and then uh, we ended up about two o'clock we had another two three inches of rain fall so you know this is turning into an all-nighter for uh, A guy my age, that's not always uh, always easy to do. But uh, so anyway, we're kind of monitoring the stream gauges uh, from uh, a lot of it's from from the office and uh, through the uh, computers. Uh, We can keep track of things and watching weather radar. And uh, after that second rain event went through, ended about three o'clock in the morning. We knew that you know we had close to five to six inches of rain. And things were, were not uh, not looking uh, real good, and that uh, we, we're going to probably be needing to mobilize some people and uh, start monitoring things. So then uh, that kind of continued to monitor it as we get a little closer. Uh, you know, we're we're going out taking a look at things, watching stream gauges as things happen, and uh, then uh, making some phone calls to staff. Telling them that uh, they probably need to come in a little early, it, it, you know, be nice to be in 6, 7 o'clock so we can start monitoring the levee system and taking a look at dams and those type of things. So that, that happens several times uh, a year that we, we start going through that whole process. So when it starts raining like that, it's, uh, it, it does get a little stressful. But you know, we basically have to uh, kind of use our training, make, make sure we figure out what's going on, and coordinate with uh, emergency management and the cities and counties, and make sure uh, make sure we're everybody's aware of what uh, what's happening, and everybody does their job as far as notifying people or taking care of projects.
0: So you said it started at 10 p.m. when When would you say you kind of? were able to breathe and go to sleep.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, we, we, it started at uh, 10 p.m. uh, So, uh, you know, then by uh, the next day uh, at about uh, seven o'clock at night, we felt like the, you know, the water had peaked and we didn't know for sure, you know, how quickly it was gonna go down. We're obviously watching the radar cause we don't need any more rain. Uh, so we're hoping that it doesn't rain anymore. Uh, but we had, uh, you know, the U S army Corps of engineers was in town also. And so we had, we had crews out that night yet the following day, uh, kind of monitoring the situation, but we were feeling pretty good about things at that point because we weren't, uh, having any more rain and it wasn't going to peak again, but you know, it, it was a good 24 hours for us to, you know, have a Comfort level as to where we at. So you know that seems like a long time, but things happen pretty pretty fast.
0: So if if a flood event were to occur in a different county, but they're still within the district, would we send people from the NRD to that county, or how does that process work?
1: Yeah, the the NRD boundaries were were involved in in everything within our district. So it doesn't matter whether it's Lancaster or Cass County. Or you know Saunders County or Butler or Seward or Odo counties, we have projects in multiple counties. We take care of all of those. You know, most of the floodplain is in Lancaster and Cass County as far as in the Lower Platte South NRD. So that's where the more of the, the flooding shows up. But uh, yeah, we work, we work with all the counties.
0: Do you have any other flood events that you would like to talk about or any personal stories from your time here at the NRD?
1: Well, as far as flood events and people in uh, in town, uh, you know, every two or three times a year, the water goes over the uh, Antelope Valley Weir down 21st and N Street area. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I, I, I try to get down there and see that. So, you know, we get two... Two inches of rain, really hard. Uh, typically, the water goes over the weir, and it's always a great group of people that are down there. A lot of people bring their grandkids out to, you know, stand at a safe distance away, but kind of watch, uh, watch the water going going over the weir. So it's always great to be down there and, and talk to some of the uh, the old timers, telling stories of how it used to flood years ago and those type of things. So that that's that's always interesting and good.
0: And so, what does a weir do for flood management?
1: Well, for the Antelope Valley project, basically the, the project was to create an overflow channel for the flood because right, basically there's a half mile underground conduit or a big box culvert that the creek would go into that was built in the, like the 1920s. And the Antelope Valley project built this concrete weir, which is a concrete wall that keeps pushing the water into that underground conduit. If you get enough rain, the water goes over the weir and through this flood channel that we constructed. That, that is basically uh, Union Plaza uh, for the uh, uh, 20th and N Street. So, that's the, the, the weir is an is a engineered concrete structure that uh, helps keep the water into, in the conduit, but then lets the water flow over it if we get a flood.
0: Awesome. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add?
1: now I think we're fine. Okay, perfect. Okay.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining okay, me today. Okay, thank you, Emily. And that's all we have for this exciting story time with the Laura Platt South NRD's General Manager, Paul Zillig. Thank you for listening to this podcast series and stay connected to the Lower Platte South by liking us on Facebook, following us on Instagram and visiting us on our website at www.lpsnrd.org. If you like what you heard today, you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play and SoundCloud. Just search Lower Platte South NRD and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for tuning in and have a wonderful day.